This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Earlier in the show, we were telling you that we're about to get an update, an economic update on the state of BC's economy from Finance Minister Carol James. And so we previewed that with Global BC's Legislative Bureau Chief in Victoria, Keith Baldry. Well, we now have the numbers. So we thought, let's check back in with Keith and find out how things are looking. Hi, Keith. Hey, Timmy. Okay, so how does it look? Pretty well, uh, how we discussed it, that there was going to be a slight deterioration in some of the revenue numbers. And so the surplus has been downgraded. Uh, about $30 million to coming in at $148 million. So still a surplus, as we had predicted, albeit a smaller one. Um, interestingly enough, what is not reflected in this, and the document makes it very clear, ICBC is still not in this thing in terms of the impact of that court ruling, which some estimates could cost the corporation more than $400 million. So if you add that into this, uh, because Carol James has built in a, a pretty hefty half-billion-dollar forecast allowance, that would not be enough to send this into uh, to deficit. So the bottom line, a very minor surplus, but a surplus nevertheless. But the, all, most of the arrows are going in the wrong direction. Revenues are down. Uh, natural resource revenue in particular down. Crown, Corp, uh, Crown Corporation revenue is down. Little indi- uh, economic indicators that are important. For example, BC is very much an export province. Yeah. And exports are down 6% after for the first time in a long time. That's a sign, again, of the worsening situation in the forestry, forestry in- industry. The forest revenues are down significantly. Um, but I don't get the sense that Carol James is pressing any panic buttons here. The economy is still sticking to her economic growth forecast of 1.7%, which is down... Uh, a full third from um, from the from the budget. Everybody's downgrading their economic growth forecast. So still fairly stable numbers, um, not overly healthy, but certainly not very dismal because the surplus is a surplus, and that's good right. news. So you mentioned the ICBC thing that they're not going to factor that in right away. But what's the plan for it? What are they going to do with it? Well, it, we still haven't had a full explanation of why they come up, what, why it would cost f- more than $400 million uh, in terms of expert witness testimony. And one of the explanations we got is that is actually a figure that represents the amount over 10 years. But the way accounting works, it may have to be all booked in one year. And if it's booked into one year, that means the current year. And that means a you have to apply that $400 million loss against the bottom line. And so it would take the... the it wouldn't affect the surplus because, as I say, Carol James has a big revenue forecast allowance of, uh, of uh, I guess, about a half billion dollars, which is which more than make up for that loss at ICBC. So because of that forecast allowance, it's to guard against unanticipated disasters, which this ICBC thing could qualify as one. And that would protect her budget from tipping into deficit. So not nothing overly alarming in today's uh, presentation, but nothing overly right. uh, healthy either, because the numbers suggest that things are getting a little tight out there in the economy. Uh, but the good news is a slight improvement in the housing situation. And more houses are being built, and um, the huge loss they had in the property transfer tax is starting to ease somewhat. There's, because more houses are on the market and are actually selling now, uh, the pressure on there in terms of having less property transfer tax uh, be paid is easing. And so that bottom line is improving a bit as well. That's interesting because in years past, I seem to remember that was really a huge engine for the provincial budget. Oh, yeah. No, we're talking, it was approaching $2 billion in terms of revenue. It's now down 
well more than a half billion dollars because of the slowdown. But as we've seen stories suggest, there's some of the, some of the markets are starting to pick up a bit. A few more houses are on the market. They're not necessarily selling at the huge prices that they were selling a while ago, but there's more activity now, and that's softening the blow. I mean, the property transfer tax is never going to disappear out of the government's budget, I can tell you that, because it does present a huge area of revenue. And once a government gets its its hands on revenue, yeah. it's loath to give it up unless they can find another tax to replace it. And just very quickly, you mentioned ICBC there. When you take that, when you factor the legal decision out of it, how else is ICBC looking? David Eby a couple of weeks ago had said he felt they were on track to pretty much break even. Yeah, they, they, um, it had been projected to have a $50 million loss this year, which would mean getting rid of more than $1.1 billion in losses in a relatively short period of time. Now there's a, a bit of good news that that, that loss may be, it, again, putting aside the court judgment, that lot, loss may be wiped out and they may actually be able to come in with a, with a tiny uh, surplus. So it's, uh, it's not necessarily terrible news at ICBC, but it's, uh, it's not, certainly not good either. So it, it's, they're on track to make some improvements, but um, the big worry w- uh, out there is the impact of this court ruling. And David Eby also points out he's being challenged on a couple of other rulings as well, which is a, a cap on soft tissue inju- injuries. If, he lose, if ICBC loses all the court challenges, that basically puts another billion-dollar-plus hit on the books. And right. in David Eby's words, he uses the word catastrophic. And that certainly would have that impact, and that would turn this surplus into a big deficit. But we're not there yet. We're certainly not there yet. All right, Keith, thank you. Okay. That is Keith Baldry, Global BC's Legislative Bureau Chief in Victoria. You can catch him, of course, on BC1N on the NewsHour tonight.